You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Yeah, no one, man. Have a listen. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Mariners podcast. It's been a while, um, but I'm absolutely thrilled to be back alongside my Mara, the good old Ronnie Pete. How are you doing, mate? I'm alright, mate. I'm alright. Just a bit tired. Tired? I'm tired. Uh, oh. I can't seem to get to sleep uh, very well after what happened. But yeah. uh, we're, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Good. Because, of course, it has been a while. It was first week of February we last sat around the table. And uh, since then, it's been a bit of a, well, mm-hmm. indescribable few weeks. What yes. was Isla's diagnosis and, and, and everything else that goes with it. Um, but fingers crossed. Yeah, all she, is well. She's doing well. Very, like, very proud of her. She's, she's a diamond. She's a diamond. Like a da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take that one. Yes. But um, we are back round the table. Um, we're kind of getting back to normality and getting back to normality on a Saturday as well in terms of the commentary because obviously there's been myself and and Michael. Done a great job, Michael. Done a great job. We kind of thank Michael enough. Been yeah. fantastic stepping in throughout the season as well. Yeah. Um, Stepping up to the plate, and then uh, he's covered you, he's covered me. Yeah. Um, so big thanks to Michael for he doing it. Did by himself as well. He did by himself, and I, I did it. I did Matlock by myself, and uh, I've got to thank Jeff Main for stepping in at Belper as well. Um, so it's it's been a bit of a team effort. Yeah, it's really um, good. And of course, team effort. It's a team effort on the pitch as well, and and we we find ourselves with four games to go. With, this is the Thursday before the Easter break, and with four games to go, uh, six points clear, uh, a win on Saturday and a win on Monday will see us win the league. It's as simple as that. Um, only Bamba Bridge really could catch us if we won Saturday and Monday, but the goal difference is so massive that um, win those two games, the league is ours. Yeah. Um, which, a few weeks ago, we could have been going into this weekend having already sewn the title up, but we've thrown away a 12-point cushion with a mixture of, well, a, a mixture of everything, really. Football uh, has been um, a huge mix of good, yeah. not so good, poor, um, and probably a little bit nervy, I think, is, is probably the best way to describe it. Uh, the, the one thing that stands out for me was the game against um, Radcliffe Radcliffe yeah what's the surprise of that one just because I think we uh, I just felt really confident before that game because I think we were on a good, a good bit of form um, I think we just yeah we just beaten Hyde away and Hyde were at one point our main rivals um, and we did well at Hyde it was a very professional oh yeah, was there. performance that's that was your comeback game yeah, and, uh, yeah. so and we, we, yeah we played okay we played well you know, you're thinking, well, let's, you know, it's, we've got a really good chance against Radcliffe, who, by the way, do really well this season, but they're not um, consistently up there in that No, league. they're... So they're, they're, they might be fighting above their weight. And, you know, I think I think they're a really good club. Um, and, yeah, I felt like there was some... Um, uh, just we didn't want to get beat. Yeah, was the it appeared the that we were set up to not get beat. Yes, there was a 
there was especially in the second half, I noticed there was a big spell where Dylan Motley Henry was up front on his own, isolated, yes. and 40 yards between him and the midfield, and nothing in between, and he was ploughing a lone furrow, which is impossible. Mm-hmm. And you're at home, mm-hmm. and you've got 3,250 people in the ground on non-league day. Great, great crowd. And, and to me, it's, if you go back through our back catalogue, and I've probably said this on different podcasts at different yeah. occasions, where we fluff our lines a bit when we get a big occasion. So, you know, non-league day or, or, or whatever, we, we do a big campaign with schools and you get a big crowd in. We just don't seem to perform now. Um, not that we, we played badly, we just didn't, didn't have seem. enough to... Uh, but, but both teams played like... Neither team wanted to lose and neither team appeared to want to really win. And Yeah, I was talking to our old friend, the chairman. Of yeah. The, the right player for... He was saying that they were really happy with the draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was saying that he was a little bit surprised that we seemed to be happy with the draw as well. Mm. Because obviously, if you, if you look at it from their perspective, we've, run away, we've, ran, we've almost run away with the league since Christmas. Mm-hmm. So anything that they get from uh, First Cloud Arena is going to be like great for them. And so I think he was surprised. But... Yeah, we, it was just a shame because we had such a, a good crowd and we were on a, a good momentum. And it's surprising we just didn't go for them. At least, it, like, maybe yes, if it's nil-nil, you got 10 minutes to go. Yeah. And you give it a good shot. You did all you can. Then maybe, yes, you just, like, yeah, take the try point. and defend. Take the point. It's just what happens. But we just didn't try. I don't think we tried all we could win no. for as long as we needed to. I left the ground pretty angry, if I'm honest. Um, okay. I wasn't happy at all, and I got a message off a mate, um, a kind of colleague of mine, mm. and uh, he took his son for the first time. He's from Hetton, from Hettonley Hall, and he took his son for the first time because they normally go to watch Sunderland and, and other non-league, and they'd come to Shields and they enjoyed the experience, but they thought the football was rubbish. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, yet again when we had an opportunity, there's an extra thousand people in the ground and. To me, a lot of people will disagree, and I bet you any money the, the management team will disagree, but I felt it was a bit of a free hit. Because if you went at Radcliffe and really went for them, they wouldn't have been able to cope. Yeah. Uh, we went at them quite well at their place just before Christmas, and we the high-press game, and it ended up 2-1, but it wasn't a 2-1 game, it was more of a 4-0 game for me. And they, they, were, they weren't playing... Uh... They, the, the only option they would have in that sense is to catch us on the break yeah I don't think they had a whole lot of pace not, not right until there. later on they brought they made the change they brought that kid on yeah but but really the damage could and should have been done early in the game and yeah. um, you look at the highlights I look at the highlights again the next day and I, I kind of reflected a little bit and I wasn't as angry but at the same time you, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of highlights to watch yeah. and I just felt ah Another chance lost. I felt it was a free hit. People will disagree, but I felt if if we really went at them and just attack, attack, not 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 Silly, stupidly, yeah. but if you went at them with a good high press, a good high tempo, with real intent, a bit of dynamism, um, I don't think had because they they are no better. Yes, they've had a good run and they've done well in the league, but they're still no real, not really better than the team that I saw at the back end of November, just before Christmas. Um, we are better than them, and but we didn't prove it. And, and to be honest, I think we we would have been happier, and I think we kind of played for a draw at Hyde. 
Yeah, so we had two points that we didn't expect to get anyway, so even more reason to... If we'd beaten Radcliffe, the league would more or less have been put to bed. But I feel once you start playing in that way, it's very difficult to get out of it. Yeah, if you're a team that is used to just being very pragmatic and, you know, a Sam Allardyce type team, it's very difficult all of a sudden to become a very dynamic attacking team. And I think maybe that's where players might have lost a little bit of confidence. The same momentum is key in football, isn't it? And winning is a habit. Mm hmm. Because I think there's a few there's a few teams that like Farsley remember Farsley back yeah. in the day they were just like they, they were just in the, the zone of winning and but it just so changed. were we Ronnie yeah, if you no, look back no. at you know the Belper away yeah we were Atherton away Hyde away you're just constantly digging out those results yeah. relentlessly building up the points tally yeah and we've kind of let it slip slightly by not being relentless. Um, we haven't won at home for a while, have we? No, the, the form has been poor. I mean, this edge was the first, the last game. Yeah, I haven't really looked at too many stats. I don't want to be just doing that, but it's just to me, it's just the feel, it's the feel of it. It's just gone very tentative. Very. I mean, tentative. Don't get us wrong, right? We've got players in that in that squad who know that they've been part of this for a while, and they also know that they should, we should have been promoted a few mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be nervous. They've got to be very nervous because we're just near the finish line. But, like, I don't think setting them up to just to not lose is doing much for their nerves. No, I think that that is creating. You want to express yourself. Yeah, I think if we go, you go out with a, you're playing at home. Yeah. Go out and play as the home side who are top of the league. You go and attack with purpose. And that will should automatically give players the, the self-belief and confidence to actually go out and be assertive. Yep. The minute you take assertiveness out of it, that's when nerves build up. For instance, I mean, I, for me, one of the mistakes has been Lewis Alessandra not getting 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know, he when you need someone to unlock a defence and you, you, you're playing pragmatically and you need something to unlock a defence, well, for me, he's our most... He's our cleverest player. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. He's got, he's, he can unlock. People will disagree because they think he hasn't scored 25 goals and he should have done and all this. But he's our cleverest player. Um, he's not a number nine. We've said this before. And I just need, I would like to see him play 90 minutes, week in, week out. Because if you need something, he can create it. And, and he's, he's got a lot of experience behind him. So he's football league, it's football league, man. Football league, he's not going to feel a lot of nerves. You want as many of those players as you can, especially if you, you can set up chances. Yeah. Now, we're, we're not taking many chances. Very wasteful. Very wasteful. Uh, but, you know, you still got to create them regardless of whether you score them or not. So I think, uh, I agree with you, Alessandra. I think he's an excellent player. Excellent. Just... Uh, just so clever he has a his brain his football and brain is probably a split second quicker than a lot of others and I like what I see mm-hmm. we've got so many we've got so much ability throughout the squad you know like Mackenzie Heaney for instance who just it was one of those days at mask that it, everything just clicked for him mm-hmm. they couldn't get near him and then there's been games before and after where it hasn't quite worked for him he got the winner at Hyde yep. but up to that he'd done nothing really yeah, yeah. um I'd said finish. in commentary that he'd been kind of almost anonymous, and and then he stepped. But the, so we've 
we've got that ability all throughout the team. I could just go and utilise it. Go yeah. and play. Yeah. I thought at mass, obviously that was one of the games you missed. And Michael and I were kind of... I listened to it. The, 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 it was like... It was like the... There wasn't a lot of time in between play because there was so much going on. And yeah. that was the game that I thought, yeah, we've put our marker down. That's it. 4 0 away to mask. We're going to go on and we're going to do. And then we beat Hyde, where Hyde away, the first half, we didn't have time to take breath. There was hardly any throw ins. Both teams going playing at each football, other, playing, playing good football. football yeah. It was a great spectacle. And, um, and we come out on top. Yeah. And you think, go on. Go on, put this to bed, and, and here, here we are though with four games to go and two wins. Saturday and Monday in the league's hours, and Saturday at home to Nantwich. Yeah, Nantwich have got a win, and they're on this run, and all, but the fourth bottom. And at this stage of a season, if you're fourth bottom, you're the fourth worst team in the league. Yeah. So well. Shields, who are the best team in the league on Saturday, need to go out and show to Nantwich you are the fourth worst team in the league, yep. and we're going to take you apart. First half. To go over the first half and it comes off, then your nerves have gone because you, you're one or two goals up. Because it goes, it does go quiet. You know, think of the fans. It does go quiet. It does so much. It's up to the players to get the, you know, yes, as soon as the players come on the field, the gang in the Simon Shed are sh- singing and chanting and whatever. And there's a big buzz, but it, also that will, it's like if you, go, if, if you go and play away from home, you want to silence the crowd. You, of course. So that's what Nantwich will try to do. Well, Shields have to counter that and say, right, we're going to get up for this. And we're going to keep the crowd really because it that that um, Radcliffe game in the second half there was a couple of moments in the second half where we got close and yeah. the noise was of fantastic. Course. It's going to take off the whole thing. I think um, I haven't checked on this, but from memory, we normally struggle against that much away. Yes, but we normally get we normally pummel them at home. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember a few times where we where we really like beat them mm-hmm. all ends up. So, I'm not sure how good they are travelling. I know they're good at home. But, uh, I'd be, well, hopefully we'll go for them and we won't step back because for everyone's sake. And nerves, yeah, just, it, there could well be another good crowd. You know, Sunderland yeah, are playing good Friday. Yeah. And Newcastle were away last night. And, yeah, they're away on Saturday. And, um, it could well be another decent crowd with a being Easter Saturday and, um, and then, of course, Whitby. There's, there's loads going down. So it'll be like a home game for it us. It will then. be a home game at Whitby. So it's not a big travel, and yeah. we'll have like lots of fans there. More fans than Whitby. So you've effectively got two home two games home games to get what? To get two wins. Two wins. And Whitby, of course, yes, they'll be up for it. Um, of course. But they are mid-table. They are literally, you know, they've got nothing to play for. They're safe and. And uh, it's proverbial mid-table. They don't have that hazel anymore, do they? No, no, he's at Darlington, and uh, there's another lad left. Ed, is it Dyke Steele? He's okay. he's gone, and and um, so I was talking to a lad from Whitby just on the way down to Hyde uh, just the other the other week, and he was hoping that we had the league sewn up by then, so that we could maybe play a few of the fringe players. Okay, because <laughs> they, oh, they, so they, they, they genuinely worried. Mm. You know, you think well, actually, well, go on, go and prove them, prove them that they should be worried. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I felt that after the run we'd had, after the Geisley game, which was a weird game of football, um, <laughs> with um, P- Peter Kay in the back foot, the yes. John John Smith yeah, in the back yes. foot, yeah. uh, then we went on that run, <clears throat> and um, we, we kind of 
just for me the, the away results at Atherton, Belper, um, Hyde, the, the point we got at Matlock, when again we were set up to not lose. By the way, that's fine away from home. Um, I didn't mind it so much, um, but I just felt that Radcliffe game that really that really hurt. And I, I didn't see the Bamba Bridge game last week. Uh-huh. Um, I was otherwise engaged and. Uh, I got loads of reports from the lads and we should have been 3 nil up and we're throwing it away. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your take on it? Because obviously I wasn't there. Mm. I think um, it's just very disappointing because you look around our team and we've got the obvious quality to, to uh, beat Bama Bridge <clears throat> and we had them on the rack for a lot of the game. Uh, it, it was just one of those things where you know, when you see, like, they've got, like, young midfielders and they look good. But a lot of the time, we we score and then we, we just dominate the game and those players look good skillfully. But sometimes when you don't, like, put them away, these young... Number four, Marianne, I think that he's used to call. He just, like, he just came alive. Mm-hmm. And then Sinclair, Sinclair Smith came alive as he's well. He's always a, a thorn in our yeah, side, that and, kid. And um, but they, they had a few players that weren't that good. Mm-hmm. But um, so obviously we went a goal down and then um, got back into it with a, a good strike, a good corner uh, routine. And uh, just to mention that Josh Doherty, uh, his tackle on their right back, I think it was, who was playing a great game against. Uh, Whoever it was on the left, I can't remember now. Um, a great, oh, Jordy Mongoy. Uh, he just had him in his pocket, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tackle, it was a good, great tackle. Won the ball, very fair, but hard. There, right back had to go off. Mm-hmm. Replaced by, I think it's Trevor Sinclair's son, Sky Sinclair. Yeah. Um, who wasn't as good as the right other right back. And we got back into it. And I think it's because of that, we changed their dynamic. Yeah. And then he goes and puts a tackle on one of the, on their defender who was having a great game uh, Pond and uh, Pond knows that he's going to get a big tackle and he he kind of he's naughty and he and he, uh, he goes into him and has a go Doherty and I can't, can't understand why now uh, maybe it's just like you have that because you when he, he, he put their man out but he mm-hmm. put their man out fairly Pond didn't then he's off it's always good to commentate on a sending off for, uh, <laughs> for the opposition fans. I like that. And then, um, so you're thinking, well done, Doherty, you've like it's the second time you've done it. And we had like loads of people there as well, the fans there. And you're thinking, well, this is set up now. Mm-hmm. We cannot, you, the last <clears> thing <throat> on your mind is losing. Yeah. And then um, you push forward, push forward, you don't quite get it. Um, and they just hit us on the break, and next thing you know, it happened twice. We got a warning, and I, uh, I can't remember. I think Broadbent might have uh, cut it out or Doherty. Then next thing you know, you're just seeing them break really quick. So some we just must have lost concentration or something because yeah. we we're playing ten men, and yet uh, and I think <clears throat> put uh, Gomez on, and that was an interesting one because we also had Shakumbi on the bench, and. Like when I seen Shakumbi walk off and he hadn't played, and Giles, Giles Gomez is a is a is a young player, you know, he's not experienced, he's talented, he's but I don't think he's ready for this yet. Yeah, he doesn't know how to deal with something as 
where there was poison in the mm. way it was. And I think that was a gamble. Yeah. And we, you know, we see a gamble at home and all. And it, it's gamble sometimes pay off, but this one didn't. No. And uh, we ended up getting hit on the break. Gary Little's been brilliant this season. It's, it's hard for a defender not to touch your attacker when it's the wrong side of the goal. Free kick at the centre, and I turned around to Michael Emmanuel, and I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen here. Puts it right in the top corner, uh, and then you kind of think, yeah. how on earth did we get beat on that game? Well, he, Sinclair Smith's been a thorn in our Good side player, for yeah. many years, but also if you think back to the breakaway last season away, which was the um, the game where we were 3-0 down, Oh, one of their breakaway goals has just happened I didn't even realise almost yes, it was just quick, remember, how yeah. quick the, so they've got previous but talk about João Gomez clearly a very talented player a lot of players say that he's arguably the most skillful player in the club but I, I personally don't think that this situation and the situations in the games that he's coming into are, are right for him yeah. um, arguably the best way to do it would be get the league sewn up then get him in. And then get him in when games are, you know, where he can he can he can make mistakes if he wants to. But in these pressure cooker situations, when it's getting so physical, particularly in the midfield, he's not there yet. And mm. um, I, I, he's been found wanting. I mean, if you remember away to Warrington, he played. I don't think he should have played that game. And there's been yes. moments he's been brought. I'm thinking, no, that's not quite right. Some of the some of the substitutions have been excellent, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but some of them, in hindsight, probably aren't great. But I'll go back to what we said earlier, and we've been saying it for many, many months. You mentioned it about Bamba Bridge. Take your chances. Yeah. And we had chances, in the and then the game can be then managed the way you want to manage it. You've got to take the chances, and the, how wasteful we've been in front of goal. In fact, some of the finishing has been um, comical at times, mm-hmm. um, embarrassing almost. Bit of a harsh word, but if you look at some of the finishing. It has been. If you look at Bamba Bridge, they didn't hardly. If you look at this the highlights, first, first, first it was a great, and it was a great finish. First shot, first great finish. Yeah, you've got to put these chances and then, away. And then they didn't have a lot of chances in the second half. No, so they were. But that's what's going to happen when you really, really want something. Uh, your opponent, mm-hmm. it's going to take your chances. So you've got to, you got to take your chances, and it's hard. It's easy for us to say here, but. Uh, I think you pointed out Alessandra, who's he's been there and done that, right? Um, is a good one because I think we need players on that pitch yeah. who have been there and done it. And great news today. Well, a mix of news in the fact that Michael Woods is out for the rest yeah. of the season, which is and I've got it. I might be wrong. I might be barking at the wrong tree. I've got. I wonder whether he hurt himself at Hyde on that three G pitch. He fell down. He, f- he went down on one occasion without really under much of a challenge. Hopefully it wasn't that, but um, if it was, I'd be really annoyed. Um, mm. So, but the a great news to counter that is that Connor Newton's back, and great. clearly he won't be match fit. But he's got a natural fitness, and he had so much energy at the start of the season, predominantly at right back, of course. Um, and Jordan's been in fantastic form all season since his return. Might be a chance for Connor to do a bit in the mid. So, for for instance, in the second half of a game. We if we need to change it up in midfield, Connor Newton would be a great yeah. asset. So if he's not going to start, you were two 0 up at home, and you, there's ten minutes left. You kind of want to, <laughs> you've got it. You want to keep that. Yeah. So bringing someone like Connor on for that is perfect because big, big, strong lad, mm-hmm. good skill. It's like uh, 
it's it's, a, it's great that he, great that he's back from a personal perspective because you know we he just did so well and we want him back, but also from a options and football perspective yeah. where yeah. you know if if because Jordan's played a lot of football if he felt a bit tired and we're winning and bring Connor on midfield he can play because I think without Woods in the midfield you lose a lot of running power because mm-hmm. Smith sits Briggs sits uh, Alessandra's not doesn't cover a load of ground because he's more of a clever player also so, um, some of the changes you this might sound a bit off but it's what I meant to there's players that are a bit samey of course in yeah. some ways yeah. where Connor gives you power and that dynamism that I mentioned earlier and some and desire, of course. He, he, I mean, he was running through brick walls in August and September. He was, he was very good. I mean, at Lancaster. Well, that night at Lancaster, both Conor Newton and Josh Doherty were unstoppable on the flanks. Yes. They were right. standing away to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big... Uh, and I mean, I didn't... I wasn't at Bamba Bridge, but Josh Doherty, he's kind of the unsung hero, if you like. I thought he was outstanding at Warrington Rylands playing it right back in a position that he wasn't used to. Um, he's a class, class player. He's really good. Brave as well. And good on the what ball. What a player. Quick. He can defend and he can attack. He's probably better at defending. But that's the price you pay when our, the mm. captain is in your position. And yeah. The, the captain's there for a reason. And Any other, any other team. He's going to get a game all the time because he's the captain. Mm. Which is not, I'm not like saying that shouldn't happen. It should. But it's just unlucky for someone like that. Yeah, we've had a. Whenever he's been called upon, he's been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Definitely, really good. <clears throat> so, Conor Newton coming into into the uh, plans is a huge boost. Leaving into in because of course it's a Saturday Monday weekend. Of course. And it, it's I mean thankfully it's not like it is in August when it's red hot. But it, although it's not going to be hot, it's still. Go- I mean, some games are getting played tomorrow, you know. Good for, there's three games, Good Friday. So yes. some clubs have decided to play Good Friday and have Saturday and Sunday off. It's uh, a shrewd move. A shrewd move. But uh, I think we would, if we did that, we would get, like, what, half? Probably, uh, yeah. But, I mean, Unless we set it early doors. Yeah, but, it could be uh, Whitby, who are our opponents on Monday, they play Saturday as well. So they haven't got ah. an extra day's rest. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, but, uh, I mean, should we get promoted, which we should... National League North, they always, I'm sure they always play Good Friday, so we'll have to get used yeah, to that. It's fine um, I'd rather get, I'd rather get used to that in a different league, if I'm honest. Do I? Because it's time. Uh, Monday afternoon, if we get <laughs> There's a problem Monday if, if if we win Saturday and Monday. I've got to drive home from Whitby, so um, any possible celebrations I'll have to wait till I get home. Yeah, um, I might need a lift <laughs> as well, four ways. <laughs> oh, I've got a full car on the way back, I think. That's right. Um, okay. But because um, we're going down on Sunday. So, um, so yeah, it's been a, a strange old couple of months where had we sat down around this table when we planned to do, yes, we would be talking about a fantastic run we've been on. We've got the league sewn up and do 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 But of course, because of what's happened um, with Isla, etc., and other things, we sit... we. We may not have even sat around the table today, but we just felt that after what's happened over the last couple of weeks, we should get around the table and talk about it yeah. and get people thinking yeah. um, that here we are. Um, win If we win Saturday and Monday 
I can't see us losing another game. No. Yeah, okay. Um, because the pressure would be off when Warrington come to us. It would be nice to, be nice to play Warrington when we've sealed it up. Sealed it up. Rub it in their face because <laughs> they've like really hurt my feelings. They've hurt the us. Few years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's time to hurt them now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice just to have that pressure off and then a way to staff it on the last day. And it gives a chance to, for the likes of Zhao Gomez and yeah. people like that to get some game time. Um, so, so I think, obviously... It wouldn't be Shields unless they put us through the ring of one last time. Yeah. And I think that hopefully that's the last time. Yeah. And, you know, we're playing Nantwich at home and Whitby, which is more or less going to be a home game. Yeah. And you've got those other two games that you mentioned in reserve. So we're in a cracking position. And our goal difference is really good. Cracking position, it's just about getting, um, just doing the business and then anyone that's uh, feeling a little bit nervous will have that relief mm-hmm. I'm talking about players as well as fans and I think the fans have to put everything aside because there's no point in mourning now yeah it's got to be full support because there's not a lot you can change now you can, can't really make very many changes before games left you just change mindset that's change what you mindset. do you change the mindset you change the the whole feeling around the place yeah. I'm, I can't wait for Saturday I'm, 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 I'm 100% for... confident we'll get from yeah so am I, but the, I am, but the players have to have that confidence too, and that stems from hopefully good selection. Um, they've had a good week of preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go out there. So one to eleven, or one to, one to sixteen, seventeen, man for man, just about every on every occasion, we will have a better player than the opposition. Of course, one to seventeen. Mm-hmm. So it's up to that one to seventeen to go and prove that their opposite number isn't as good yeah, as them. Of course. And I'm talking about this raise their levels, raise their teams come and raise their levels. Forget that. We need to raise our level. It hasn't really happened this season, though. Well, oh, it might have, but we have, we've been able to go. We, we, have, we have to raise our levels. Yeah. We're playing in front of an unbelievable crowd. Um, raise your level, prove that you're better than your opposite number, and then if everybody does that, take our chances, the league is ours. We've worked hard enough, don't throw it away. Yeah. Let's grab it. Yeah. Let's grab it. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, Ronnie, once it's sorted, we can sort out our live podcast. Yes. Because we don't want to go live again until the league's won. We don't want to go live if the worst happens. Either. Well, if the worst happens, <laughs> we're, we're not lynched. going live. <laughs> no, you can forget it. The cricket season will have started then. Yeah. You can forget it. Um, no, I think, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I can't wait because we had a very cold night last time. And if, if we can catch everyone on a wave of enthusiasm, we should yeah. have a tremendous night. A good crowd, yeah. It was, it was bitterly cold. It was our... Beast from the East time and it was just before Christmas it was a Thursday night we wanted to get it done see how it went it went really well mm-hmm. what a, a decent crowd but really I think good. with good weather a league win um, good feel good factor around the place we'll get a good crowd in yeah. we'll get some get some players involved we've already that's already been confirmed that we'll have we will have players involved uh, and, and we'll just have almost classic there's a bit of an, a bit of a party almost you yeah. know um, that would be lovely so We've had a good half hour, Ronnie, um, and we've done what we want to do. We've chewed the fat over a little bit, mm-hmm. albeit it's been a, an emergency pod. If, if, yeah. if, I think we're, it's worth saying we don't want to be negative here. We just point a few things out mm-hmm. that we've noticed and, yeah. and try and get like a rallying call for don't let the, Yeah, don't let the, the things like the, that, that Radcliffe game, don't let that hurt us, because I would hate it to hurt or us. Or the Bamber Bridge for that one. Yeah. 
So it's just, you know, we, we all know that this, these things happen in football, but the one thing we can't forgive ourselves for if we don't have the, and that's every single fan and player, is if we don't have the right positive mindset on Saturday, mm-hmm. that's when you can't be forgiven. But I think we will. I think we will. I think we will. Every faith. So um, with that in mind, everybody keep the faith. Um, we'll see you around the ground and hopefully um, celebrate three points on Saturday night and then down to Whitby on Monday and we'll get another three. Yeah. So Ronnie, thanks as always for your company. Wonderful to be back with you. Yeah. And um, thank you for listening, everybody. And we shall see you uh, very soon around the various football grounds. Hope you've enjoyed this almost emergency podcast. Ronnie and I will be back very soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye for now. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can see it. Robert Briggs.